Kirby said that he believes in vacation, and one of us believes that same statement as well. I'll let you determine who that is. But we are back. We are recounting all the things that happened mm. SEC Media Days, talking that Kirbanese and giving you the translation. We'll do that next on Locked On Bulldogs. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Reunited, and it feels Ooh. so good, Clint. Um, welcome to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast, everybody. Am I doing this correctly? Does this you, the, do I talk you, into this no, yeah. this thing uh-huh. right here? No, you keep keep doing that. You're doing great. I thing. just I you're the professional here, Clint. I am just happy that you had me on. That's um, right. Thanks for having me on as a guest. My name Another is Daniel. Interview. His name is Clint. If you're just finding the show, um, I've been on vacation for two and a half years, and Clint has been holding down the fort. So, um, Clint, it's it's not the best time of the year. No, I'll admit that. No, uh, no. it's the end of July. It's not the best time of the year. Okay, but SEC Media Days is the unofficial beginning to let you to the season that lets you know that the best time of the year is in fact coming. We are so, the wheels are it's in motion. Things are saying there was an activity. Way. It mm-hmm. was organized. Yes, the SEC okay. sponsored that organized activity they in which football players and coaches came together for a meeting. Now, there was no actual football play. No, no. But, but it was organized. But it was better than Twitter. <laughs> it was better. Next, I think it's just it's, – it's, it's better than that. Okay. okay whatever that so is. SEC Media Days is um, in the books. We've got lots to talk about. We're obviously going to talk about – the man himself, the king of SEC media days, the king of the SEC, the king of college football, King Kirby himself. Um, Clint is fluent in Kirbanese. Oh, you, you better know that. I am fluent in Kirbanese. We've done our best on the history of this show to try to educate you, to try to do some translation. And so let's break down what Kirby said um, when he addressed the media, Clint. And I'm going to start with this. Because the question came up as it as it is prone to do about mm. complacency. That's the question that these these media types have to ask. They must ask it. They're not sure what else to do. They don't know what to do with their hands, yeah. and so they just need to ask the question. Well, what if your kids become complacent? What are we going to do about the complacency in the program that seems almost inevitable? And Kirby, Kirby, in his typical Kirby way. Yes, he doesn't agree with anything you said. That's the first rule of Kirbanese. <laughs> the, the first, first rule of Kirbanese is when you ask a question, he disavows anything you state Correct. as a truth statement. You could say football is enjoyable and more people should play it. And he would say, well, now football's not that enjoyable. You have to work hard. We work really hard at the University of Georgia. We're not trying to be out here having fun. And, you know, he just immediately has to shoot you down. So he says... No, in fact, complacency, first of all, you have to acknowledge that it's a problem. And then he said, this is beautiful patented Kirbanese. And then he said, it's not a problem for us. <laughs> like that's, 
So those are the two steps to fighting complacency. One, acknowledge that it's a problem. And then two, realize that it's not a problem for you. And the reason apparently it's not a problem for Kirby Smart and the University of Georgia is not because of the caliber of motivational speeches that will be given. No. It's not because of um, any other factor other than the caliber of young men that he is recruiting um, seem to be a common theme at Media Days. But Kirby yeah. talked a lot about the character and um, the, the the constitution of the young men in the program, Clint. And that's what he said when he talked about complacency. He said, I don't care about a three-peat, a two-peat, a one. I don't care about it. I just care about stopping complacency. And then he said, I got two essential questions. Do they love football? That's what I want to know. And do they embrace something bigger than themselves? Are they selfless? Now, Selflessness. Here's what you should be asking yourself, everybody that covers football. Okay. If you have people that love, and I mean love, the game of football, uh-huh. and be willing to do anything to continue to love that game of football, okay, you're going to have yourself a team of people and a culture and leaders and everything that you have ingredients-wise to make that happen. That's the first thing, and that's what Georgia has. The second thing is if you don't love football and you don't love being something bigger than yourselves, then you don't love Georgia and you go elsewhere. That's that seemed to be the message. It it's it it's this beautiful you, you begin to kind of see Kirby's re- recruiting philosophy take shape. You know, he's been the best yes. recruiter in college football for decades i I was just gonna say not since he's become head coach no 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 no. he's been the best recruiter in college football for decades but when he was in alabama when he was defensive coordinator in alabama you didn't really get to you didn't really get to peek inside the curtain and kirby's not out here just divulging secrets but if you listen and if you take in over the years all the things that he has to say you begin to see the kirby smart recruiting philosophy and and what it seems to me is the case and and we've talked to several recruits who've been recruited by kirby smart and um seem to have verified this and backed it up kirby's more interviewing you than you are interviewing him he's trying to decide if he wants you when he goes and sits in your home and meets your mom and goes to your football games and talks to your head coach kirby's trying to decide if you have what it takes to play at the university of georgia and then he decides if he'll offer you a scholarship or not. He's not out there trying to sell a kid on Georgia. No. He's out there trying to see if the kid has what it takes to play at Georgia. That's a significant philosophical difference between Kirby Smart and what I would imagine to be most of the coaches in college football. Uh, the if If this was an ad... Uh, revenue stream of this if this was get to the ad agency with a budget and get our name out there uh, Kirby would put zero dollars into that because you don't market something and you don't try to sell something if you're not sold on high level excellence and winning and selflessness and loving football Kirby's not going to talk to you he's going to not even give you the time of day he's going to know so immediately and that's exactly Mm -hmm. what we saw at SEC's Uh, not not so with other coaches and other teams. They out there selling hard. They selling so hard. We're going to talk about them because it's real bad uh, here in a moment. But first, need to let you know about these. 
And these are eBay Motors for a championship team. It's all about making sure every player is the perfect fit, Daniel. This seems to be a What's common theme. That's what we literally just said. Literally just eBay said, Motors took the words right out of our mouth. They went to they went to the Kirby Smart School of Understanding. They know uh, what a perfect fit is. At the same time, when it comes to your vehicle, you need that perfect fit. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time any parts or accessories head to ebay motors with ebay guarantee fit you can be sure that every part you need fits for the first time right around just add your ride to my garage and look at the green check to know that the part will fit or guess what money back because just like sports confidence is the name of the game when you shop at ebay motors and with over 122 million parts that's a lot of parts to choose from several Several. You'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right part, the right fit, the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available for U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We, we teased, Daniel. Yeah. What else? Um, you, you teased a little bit some other coaches in the SEC. Yeah. We'll compare and contrast if I understand correctly, heavy on the contrast. <laughs> One of these on things the... is not the Venn diagram is not a big circle Two no. two distinct circles. No, it's not. Um, also couldn't help but notice. I'm not sure if anything happened while I was gone. I wasn't really up to date. I didn't really keep up to date on many oh. of the, you mentioned oh. people in the media who covered Georgia football. Is that, is that number growing or shrinking? that um there is, it, is notably one less individual who gets paid to cover uga right? well well and and let's be real he, he was brought in to unearth something about uga and now he's not covering any news you hate to see that you hate to see speaking it. of things you hate to see let's talk about some other coaches in the <laughs> sec what else stood out to you from sec media days sir? look here's the deal How, y'all got georgia on your mind like oh my Lord every last one of you, it's it must it is, be it must be hard. It's hard because this is and this juxtaposes again contrasts so well with what Kirby is trying to do. Kirby out here talking about his team and his team only. If you oh, notice all the quotes, he cares about his guys. When asked about other places, he he got asked about the collective as well, and he said, "I first of all, I don't know anything about that side of business." I, and I don't pretend to. I'm the football coach. I'll continue doing that. Coach the football. When he gets and, asked about Auburn, Georgia, Auburn Georgia rivalry, he answers the question. Talks sure. about when he gets asked about South Carolina Georgia rivalry, he answers sure. the question. Talks about it. Is that that's not the case with everybody? No, not the case yeah. with everybody. Everybody else bringing up from Jimbo to Schupel to Old Saban. Uh, and a couple of players too talking about the new standard in college football. Look, we've used this quote time and time and time and time again. It's an old Shakespeare quote. She mm-hmm. doth protest too much. It's, yes. it's a it's lot a of words. One. A lot of words when you keep on trying to convince yourself that you are not behind Georgia and doing everything in your power to come up and you are jealous, you are bitter, you're mm. angry, and you are just getting crushed by King Kirby and there's, you are suffocating, suffocating, and there's nothing you can do. I want to talk about, I want to talk about Josh Heupel specifically because how wound up is this guy on the inside? <laughs> like he is, which first of all, 
perfect fit. You ever see a dog yes. that yes. looks just like the person just like the that owner. owns the dog? Yes. It's that is Tennessee fans and Josh Heupel. That's what that is. It's it's a perfect fit it for really the fan is. base. And I will say this, Tennessee fans, who I know are listening to this podcast because you no, got George on your mind. Um you want your coach to want it bad. You, you know what I'm trying to say? Like you want your coach to really want to not be the the ugly stepsister in the SEC East. You really want that. You do. You don't want a coach who's okay. You get the feeling that Eli Drinkovitz is just fine being below average. He's Eli Drinkovitz got that got that four hundred one k, and he's just trying to rack. He is Stanley putting in a thousand dollars a month. He's just putting in a thousand dollars a month. Don't pay to, attention. Ain't nothing over here. Solidify that retirement. Josh Heupel wants it so bad. Clint. So bad. He wants Kirby and this Georgia team so bad. He cannot stand the fact that now two times in a row he has been taken to the woodshed by Kirby Smart. I will say this. There is going to be so much hype around that game in late November. And I'll, I'll tell you this. Josh Heupel's going to lose that game for his yes. team because of how badly he wants to to beat Kirby Smart. It is abundantly clear that that dug at him. He believed. And see, this is the problem with a Heupel. I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you, Tennessee fan, I'm here to tell you this is the problem with your head coach and why you'll never ascend. He believes firmly and full-heartedly that his offense should beat Kirby Smart. And he would rather beat Kirby Smart with his offensive system. The two-read, simple, make any quarterback good. Throw a bomb and hope it works. And hope it works. He believes this offense should be able to beat Kirby Smart's defense. Anyone. Anybody. And he won't adapt. He won't change. He won't give up play calling. He won't recruit on the track. He won't do it because he believes he's a genius. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. Keeping hungry is not what he believes. He believes he's entitled to it because he has a smarter system than Kirby. Kirby out here coaching guys, raising up leaders, developing them on technique, tenacity, and hunger. That ain't that ain't what Coach Heupel's doing. Coach Heupel's saying, well, see, if you if you do, if you if you move this column and you move this decimal point, then you could really start seeing it. Stop. But he is so mad. It's not even funny. It's tough. Uh, we're going to come back, wrap up SEC Media Days right after these. Uh, there were lots to be said. Again, standard at old Alabama uh, is now uh, having old? The, oh, old, just old, old. You lost me at old. Uh, welcome to 199. Hey, the we keep on here in 199 if you're over on youtube or over on the audio side you guys reach us reach out and let us know you're part of it bonfire.com slash store slash 199 um get that fluent and Kerbanese t-shirt you can go get it we're teaching you we're educating you this on how it. to do it that's what this is go get it uh alabama players coming out and saying well we're still the standard which again standard of uh having the best roster ever assembled and not making it to a championship game making so talents. underperforming 
We're the standard of that, though. I, 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 <laughs> you will have no fight from us on you being the standard of that. Uh, Daniel, anything right. else it stood out to you? I know Hypel stood out. I know we talked about Alabama. Anything else stand out to you from SEC Media Days? Yeah, I know, like, getting back to Kirby Smart, I, I think the the simplicity mm. – this is sort of the thing about SEC Media Days that – when all that you can do is talk, you have to, by necessity, try to make football as complicated as you possibly can make it. Because you run out of things to talk about. It honestly gets pretty boring. It's a pretty boring podcast. It's a pretty boring interview if you just simply say what football is all about. Yeah. If you just simply answer the questions that are in front of you. And so what the media wants to do is they want to drum up narratives and they want to create – you know, they want to create these storylines and they want to create these these things. And the simplicity of Kirby Smart, which is really what Kirbynese is all about. It's about stripping away all the fluff. It's it's being simpler than simple. That's- and getting to the heart of the message. Yes. Doesn't matter how many words it takes you to get there, just to the heart of the message. And when Kirby Smart talks about the mindset of Georgia. He boils it down to, we just want to be mm-hmm. as dominant as we can possibly be in every situation. That's it. That's the standard at Georgia. The yeah. standard of Georgia is not 10 wins. It's not 11 wins. It's not an SEC championship. It's not a national championship. The standard of Georgia is to dominate all the time. Everything. That's the difference between – Kirby talked a lot about this, about an outcome-driven – and this was – I thought this was the most fascinating thing that he said. And honestly, if you're just a fan of life and living life well – Oh, wow. Okay. It's a great piece – it's a great little piece of advice that you can take from Kirby Smart. The difference between being an outcome – an outcome-motivated person and an intrinsic process – improvement motivated mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. person and at georgia he's he's preaching not outcomes he's no. not preaching this is how you get wins this is how you get drafted into the nfl this is how you get touchdowns this is how you get yards this is how you become a starter this is how you those are the things that everybody's chasing but Kirby's trying to tell you and tell me and tell the georgia football team that the way that you get those things is not by chasing them. No. The way that you get becoming a starter in yards and uh, getting drafted into the NFL and wins, the way that you get that is by focusing on getting better. It's by focusing on the things that you do, the steps that you take in the meantime, not the outcome at the end. And that's it's so wild. Kirby was asked. Uh, he They said, hey, in, in light of Northwestern, uh, have you talked to your players about that? And he said, yeah, it's on the checklist. Don't worry, we do that already. That's something we've already talked about. It's in our checklist. Now, I'd love to see that whole checklist, by the way. And you Give and me I the will checklist. never see the checklist. Give me access. Give me access uh, when, he said, when he said, hey, don't, doesn't recruiting need to be bettered? And, and how do you do it? And he goes, recruiting's always been about recruiting. Oh, interesting. So uh, I don't, it hasn't Kirby changed. Needs, man. 
<laughs> he said he said talking about you know uh, uh, uh what's going to happen with all the players and the turnover he goes we're going to play the best 11. hello okay so we're we're not going to try to sneak a 12th man onto the field the way that ohio state does that's what <laughs> we're gonna do. uh hey kirby have you talked to the team about the history of three peats nope haven't done that next <laughs> Guys, it's it, Kirbanese is complex to you and I because we're used to fluff. And we're the man. We're used to hypo. We're used to hypo. We're used to Sabin pontificating mm-hmm. about restaurant food and trips abroad. I have no idea what's happening right now. None. None. He doesn't either. Someone help him. Get the, nope. get the life alert. <laughs> click, the, click it for him. Click it. He's <laughs> fallen. He may still be standing upright, but he ha- the man has fallen. Okay, and he cannot get up. It is. Can we get a new sponsor to the podcast? Life Alert. Say we need a the Life Alert Saban. The Life Alert Nick Saban helpline. The man has fallen, and he cannot get up. It's a a standing eight count right now. It is not there. It is one hundred percent due to king kirby himself um clint it's fantastic to see you again i'm so happy that you're still alive Mm -hmm. and still this podcast is still a thing um we will be back tomorrow uh we've got more to talk about from sec media days we're going to talk about the the three georgia players that were there Mm -hmm. what they Mm -hmm. had to say um who they are and what they bring to this team all of that and more tomorrow on the show we'll see you guys then see ya